everybody, welcome to another segment of Everything Goes. Uh, tonight we're going to have some interesting, uh, interesting show, I would say. Um, made another upgrade on the formulation, so as soon as everybody gets in, we have more people coming in. We'll get into the upgrades and the, um, the formulation of the of a new and improved um, biocidal, I guess is a good term, and a carbon uh, breakdown. So again, everybody that's coming into the room, welcome to the Everything Goes show. Appreciate you coming in. It uh, <clears throat> the uh, today's been an interesting day. I've been, like I said, doing some research. And um, I always got questions on garlic as well. Is garlic dangerous? Is garlic dangerous? Because I'm, and I, and I'm always stunned when I heard that. Hear that question. Is garlic dangerous? <laughs> Garlic's been with us since you know time immortal. And if it'd been dangerous, we'd all be dead by now. I think. Yeah. <laughs> You know, is garlic dangerous? I, I often wonder where they come up with this stuff sometime. Um, and I do get where they're coming from. There's a lot of goofy, I mean, some goofy-ass people out there that are propagating this idea of garlic being uh, dangerous because of some ideology, philosophy, whatever, that, um, you know, they think that, uh, because these people are saying something, uh, they don't. They don't research. <laughs> they really don't research. They don't look at anything. They don't see anything. They just follow some goofballs' uh, outburst in uh, regarding to um, uh, whatever. You know, whatever. It, it's it, like I said. It never ceases to amaze me how people do not take the time to read. You know, how people just do not take the time to read. And it just amazes me that somebody can come up with a, a content like this and, <clears throat> you know, um, have the, <laughs> to be misled so easily. You know, I get people sending me all the time, you know, should I buy the organic? <laughs> I look up in the sky and tell me what you're reading is organic. You know, how can you be eating something organic? If it's being con uh, continually contaminated, you know the idea of <clears throat> organics is the fact that uh, <clears throat> <laughs> oh, sorry about that. <laughs> oh, that's a hoop. Usually. Garlic is not much of a, it doesn't work very well for birth control. It actually stimulates uh, get, making babies because it's got a component in it that keeps guys erected for a long time. <laughs> so the longer you go, the higher the, the, the higher the potential of being pregnant. So you, you, you must have figured something out that <laughs> we didn't. <laughs> One of the things that garlic does is, is like... One of the things that garlic does, it's like the ever-ready battery. You know, you got that battery and that little bunny's always beating his drum. He says it can keep on going and going and going. Well, that's what garlic does. <laughs> you got enough of that in you. Oh, you're all you're there for the duration. <laughs> and then so. <some. laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> well, I see what you're saying. <laughs> well, all you got to do is you can eat it and then take a little essential oil of peppermint. You wipe out that, 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 uh, that the, um, what causes the great divide. <laughs> That's all gone. <laughs> now you get the benefits. <laughs> It's going and going and going. The biggest complaint women have is it doesn't go long enough. Give them some garlic and essential oil peppermint. That'll alleviate that, <laughs> that problem very quickly. <laughs> Oh my gosh. The um customers <laughs> control. You know, it's funny you say that because I years ago I dated somebody that actually liked the smell of garlic. And when I ate it, it just had a it had an on switch effect with her. So <laughs> you know, to reach their own, you know. Um how many bipolar do you use personally in a home? Uh, depends how big the house is. Usually I have one in my bedroom. If I'm sleeping, I'll have one in the living room. Um, depends on the area. There's a woman in New York. Lives in a high rise and she's got three running. Because uh, where she lives and the intensity of the, of the um, frequencies coming in from... Uh, her surrounding area so i think it all depends really on what you get what you find to work you know i often found that okay when i had my store i had 1100 square footage in the front uh, throughout the whole store so i had one beside me two across from me two up in the front and one in the middle so i had about six going you know aha <laughs> uh -huh. and um um so I again that was a huge area. <clears throat> I had one in the back room too. So I had one, three, five, six. I had nine running in the store. Because where I was at, I had people upstairs and people beside me using Wi-Fi <clears throat> and cell phone. And that's what it took to block all that <clears throat> or to diffuse it. So I would probably say, depending on your location, what your environment entails, and uh, how much tech you know you have running in your house too. Because I didn't have I didn't have a cell phone, but I did have mobile phones. So there are certain parts of the uh, store where the signals barely got to it, and other parts there was pockets. There was like a pocket in between some of the places where you could get in stand in the pocket and use the phone and other places you couldn't. So it would depend on, again, the size of your place, uh, what your environment has about it and go from there. Um, that's, what, that's what I said. <laughs> it's not how long it is, it's how long you can make it last. That's the biggest complaint women have. It's not the size of the willy, it's the duration of the activity. So garlic 
and peppermint will solve and resolve that issue for you. Like I said, it will not be the it will not be the dividing <laughs> it will not be the dividing thing that keeps you from getting pregnant. It may be the thing that may get you pregnant. <laughs> like I said, the longer it goes on, the higher the probability. <laughs> Uh, about to be interviewed by the local news to push on the LNG industries, trying to build up, build in my backyard in the Texas. Hey, I hope. Yeah. Hey, when you get your, um, when you get that, get that interview, send it to me and I'll post it, you know, post it on the show and I'll post it, you know, uh, so that everybody can see what's going on in Texas. This is the kind of thing we all need to have. You know, if you got any activity going on in your area, this is the thing that we need to all know about. Okay, I'm going to talk about New Zealand. They got a new, uh, I wouldn't say a new prime minister. They got a new they, new official they put in the PM's office. And under the last administration, he wanted to go door to door to violate the people of New Zealand, their, uh, their privilege of having a choice to say no to these damn things. Now that he's in office, he may actually uh, uh, um, approach that concept again. So again, I don't think people in New Zealand know about this. And I think the Commonwealth has to hear about this because, again, this is what they do in the Commonwealth. And I always say the U.S. is part of that. They'll start off at the outreaching countries like New Zealand and Australia and South Africa and the Caribbean and other places just to initiate the bullshit, and then they bring into major players like the UK, Canada, and the United States. You know, what I mean by major players, the, the, the other side of the planet, more or less. So you got it going down in the Caribbean, and you got it going down in New Zealand, Australia, and who knows what's going on down in New Zealand, Australia. We don't hear the news about what's going on down there. And nobody's paying attention to the, anything you know, south of the equator like that. So they start their bullshit down there. And then they, you know, ex exploit them, figure out what worked there, and then you bring that shit over here, you know. And, uh, you know, and then we then we have to deal with it here. Same thing in Wuhan. Remember when they had that whole Wuhan thing? Well, they engaged the protocols in Wuhan, and then they, they exported that, those protocols down in New Zealand and Australia, you saw the Australian Prime Minister, you know, with the dumbo ears kind of thing, you know, you're going to, and we're going to, and we're going to, we're going to make you take those damn shots if it kills us, and we're going to build these internment camps, and we're going to take you and put you in order. And they were doing that already. They were putting people in isolation. You know, there was nothing out there. This was all show and bullshit, all of it. Okay, so, you know, but again, we got to see it. And I think that awareness factor uh, made a difference in some countries. And it made some people a little bit more obstinate. Now, this dingle ball in there. And again, there's a picture of him. I was watching him. He doesn't even look like he's alive. He looks like a machine. Honest to God, he looks like a machine. His eyes show no light, no expression, nothing. You know, um, is 225 milligrams of manganese gluconate good? No, that's too much. That's You're asking for trouble there. Um, okay, here we go. Uh, no, you shouldn't, you shouldn't go any more than 50 milligrams tops. Yeah, yeah, email it. 
That would be great because then I'll post it, right? I want to. We need to know what's going on down in Texas. And we need to know what's going down in Louisiana. We need to know what's going down in Alabama. We need to know what's going on in Arizona and California. We need to know what's going on in Alberta and BC and or all of all of Vancouver, uh, British Columbia. We need to know what's going on. We need to know what's going on in Newfoundland. We need to know what's going on in PEI. We don't know what's going on in these provinces. You hardly hear anything about. We need to know what's going on in Maine. We need to know what's going on in Montana. You know, if it's in North America, we need to know what's happening here. So we can nip this shit in the bud. Um, the um, same in Europe. Same in Europe. Okay, in Europe, if you're hearing the show, you got some shit going on in Europe. We need to, like today, a buddy of mine in, in Spain sent me a video in Spain. Sp the Spaniards, I'm going to tell you, the Spaniards are pissed. They are effing pissed. You know, they they had must have had at least fifty thousand people marching down in some capital somewhere over there. They are pissed at the way their country is being destroyed. They are they are good and they are good and pissed. And like I said, and we need to develop that same mentality here. <laughs> you know, <clears throat> um, the you know. Um, Uh, okay, you drank all that. Holy jumping! How many drops did you take, or did you drink the whole container? You know, the you're only supposed to you're supposed to make this solution in volume, and then use drop amounts. Did you drink the whole eight ounces of this stuff? I mean, because if you did, that was insanity. Okay, you're making a solution, and it does say in there ten to twenty drops. Does it not say that? So I'm according to the way I'm reading your your thing here. It says last night I vomited after taking a one ounce of H2O2 and one ounce of white vinegar and plus eight ounces of distilled water. Did you drink all of that at one time? Because you weren't supposed to. So, <clears throat> uh, <clears throat> yeah, I mean it's it's insanity. You should have been using drop amounts. The solution called, that's called to make a volume solution, and then you're using 8 to 10 to 20 drops in water. So, again, read carefully what is being written there, you know, because it's, it's, you could have fried your esophagus, literally. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, well, yeah, that's not too bright. Got to tell you, that wasn't the brightest thing I've seen or heard yet. Read, look. You better understand something here. The stuff we, t I tell you to do, it's pure. You're using a pure product, not that shit in the health food store that's got these uh, excipients and other garbage to neutralize what you're taking. So you're also taking this in the solution. So you're only using what is, again, ascribed to be used. You're diluting that solution after you make it. Okay, I got four people in the group that, okay, we've modified it. I've modified it. And so now everybody in the group is trying the new modification. I added to it. And everyone that has used it um, is seeing, again, results already. So when you're taking the notes or copying the information off the email, 
Read carefully what is being said. Nowhere in there does it tell you to drink the whole solution. Okay, could you, and again, you have to remember, and I don't want you to be afraid of anything, but I want you to use your brain. I want you to slow down. You don't, there is no fucking race here. Okay, you're not running a race against anybody. You know, you're not going to try to get there first. It's not about getting there first, it's about getting it right. Okay, because getting there first is what gets people sloppy and stupid. Okay, you don't, I mean, again, yeah, it's not a marathon. You know, well, it's not even a marathon, really. It's 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 basically let's get it right. See, everyone's running to be first. Everyone, I'm gonna be the first one to be the first one because I'm the first one. <laughs> yeah, and then what you wind up is having is sloppy. You know, even when I did my, even when I was putting the uh, the format together, I overlooked something. Two guys in the, two people in the group. I shouldn't say two guys. Two people in the group caught it. I didn't. I missed it. And I said, well, I said, what? <laughs> I had to go back and reread it again. So I'm appreciative that they caught it because I'm trying to get this as, as properly correct as I can. Sometimes, I, you know, I get pissed because I'm like, how did I miss that? Shit, you know, that's one of those things. Yeah, stuff is powerful. It is. It's a, it's a super oxidizer. You know, <clears throat> this ain't about being first. This ain't about being last. It's about getting it right. <clears throat> uh, um, if you're going to do it, that, I don't know why people want to do it that way. Why not just make the volume and then just use, uh, you know, because uh, if it's already set up, all you got to do is give it a shake and just put it in the system. You know, you can start off with 10 to 20 drops. And then once you get used to it, you can go up to a teaspoon of this stuff in water. It's already made. That's why I'm giving the formula two ounces of this, two ounces of that, four ounces of water, and then put 20 drops in another solution. Really simple. Not complicated. It's already made, it's already balanced, it's already formulated. You can't go wrong. So I bought calcium chloride in liquid form, 99% pure. Then, yeah, do I need to delete it? <laughs> okay. Before I use it, what is the ratio? Again, drop amounts. You want to dilute it, definitely. And you want to put in another solution because if you take that, that'll burn. So, yes, dilute it. Uh, again, What's what the ratio are they giving you uh, per drop of the calcium chloride in in milligram strength? They're giving you ten milligram, twenty milligram, whatever they're giving you. You know, so yeah, again, uh, if it's even if it's even five milligram, then take ten 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 drops in water. That's going to be very absorbable because it's in a chloride form. Okay, uh, <clears throat> well, PAA oxidized SCS when again it's an oxidizer. It's an oxidizer, so it is going to have an oxidative effect. Uh, I don't. I wouldn't use it with STS. You can, but I wouldn't do it. You're better off using it with MSM. The formula that we have right now, the upgrade is with MSM, A, <clears throat> because the um, I got the idea from one of the research papers I was reading, by by, by because they're using a monosulfate. And uh, uh, SCS is a, is a um, disulfate, too. So and one's a thiol, which is in an alcohol base. So you may not want to use it that way. So you may want to use MSM. You may want to use a garlic extract. You may want to use a onion extract. Uh, you may want to use alpha lipoic acid with it, but I wouldn't go that far yet. I haven't gone that far yet. 
But you want to try it, you can. But you know what? You might want to wait. You get, you're a little excited. You might want to take a gallon of this instead and kill yourself. So try it with MSM. We're going to give you the formula on that as well. We'll talk about that later. Um, so, again, it's not about who's going to be first. It's about who gets it right. And you're not doing real research on it except from what I'm giving you. You know, I, you, since this is new to you and new to everybody, why not just take it slow? And why not just take it slow? You know, the, the stuff is doing a fine job in breaking down the carbon fullerenes and it's expelling it out. You'll, you'll shit it out anyway without the SCS. Uh, you'll piss it out. Uh, you may see it come out through the bucket. You may see it coming out through the triangle. So you may not need to use the SCS. So again, that may be overkill. Uh, that's a lot on the system. I have made a lot of mistakes before getting it right to three years later. Got to exper experiment and reread and rewatch. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. You have to you have to pay attention to some of the details on what you're dealing with. Um, uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, same with zinc. I've done that with zinc, too, where I've taken a little too much zinc, and I wound up puking it out 20 minutes later. And I realized, okay, that's my limit. <laughs> you know, your body will do that. So, yeah, it's, yeah, there's a learning curve for sure. For sure. We're still learning about this stuff. That's why you know, I'm saying slow it down a little bit because we're just, we're just learning about this stuff. And we don't really know the full, its full potential yet. We're already seeing results with the people that have gave me feedback that have used it. Uh, it's been pretty good, actually. Um, I had an experience in the last two days. I went to bed Saturday night. I woke up Sunday. And I couldn't bend my left leg. My knee just had something happen while I was sleeping, and I I um, I was limping on my on my off off my right leg because my left leg my knee wouldn't bend properly. It would bend only slightly, maybe an inch. So when I found out, uh, did some research. I was doing my research and I looked at something. I said, "Well, what do you know?" Adding this to this component will do X Y Z. So I thought, okay. How can I make this? And I said, okay, just use MSM. That's a monosulfate added to the peroxide and the um, um, and the vinegar in a solution. Uh, the first one I made was a little too strong because <laughs> I do feel a slight burning in my gut with it, but it subsides within about five minutes. So I reduced the I reduced the volume of MSM. And anyway, within I did four servings yesterday. I woke up today. And my leg was bending. And I have had two servings today. And the pain is all about 90% back to normal. 90, 95%. So I do have slight stiffness there. But not like I, yesterday I could barely bend the leg. So it, it, it does work fast. It does work quickly. Uh, another another buddy in the group who's been doing this as long as I have. With uh, dealing with this nano. Bullshit. Um, he tried it, and he noticed that um, he thought it was pretty clean because we've both been working at it for about 13 years, and we've been getting it down. Our low levels are really low. So he thought it was pretty clean, and he used it. He said he did, he did the triangle, went into the tub. He said it looked like, he had, it looked like he, what he had eight years ago. So what I'm thinking is what he did, what, what was going on, is that um, the stuff that we have released – 
that we've broken down, <clears throat> we didn't flush it all out. Uh, uh, so um, now it's coming out. <clears throat> now the, the uh, stuff is breaking down even further. So now it's releasing even better. See, the key to all this stuff is to disengage and to remove it and then to get it out. And sometimes you don't always get it out. So I'm, I'm still pulling stuff out that I, I know has been broken down for a while. Uh, so again, uh, anything we can do to reverse the cavity in your tooth. Yeah, use the, um, use the regenerating tooth formula on the YouTube channel. That has helped some people, not everybody. Um, so again, and get off the bread, get off the pasta, get off the rice, the cereal, you know, all grains, all breads, quinoa, rye, barley, oat, all that shit. You got to get off it. Um, um, yeah, TSP and baking soda for me. There you go. Uh, an unvaxxed friend of mine had sex with a vaccinated person about six months ago. Now he has Bell's palsy. I think he may have gotten the vaxxed person's um, is there any way to reverse it? Well, he can, he can use the, uh, spike and he can use the surge and purge, you know, this is why I keep telling everybody, keep it packed and keep them crossed. You know, you, you know, I understand human nature being what it is. We're all driven to have sex. Started the show. We talked about garlic and sex. So I get that. I get that. We see a young gal or gal. That looks, you know, yummy and wants want to, you know, drive it home. I get that. I get that drive, you know. But today you have to be incredibly scrupulous about who you're engaging with. Same with the women. Women look at guys and say, yum, yum, I want some. You know, that's just how it goes. That's biology. But today you really have to, you know, um, you have to really... For that moment of ecstasy, you know, it could cause you a lifetime of misery. Well, he's going to have to do it. How much spiking? I mean, come on. How much spiking? He's going to have to do it every day till, until he's, he gets his, uh, gets his stuff out of his system. He's got a program running in his system, so it's going to take some time to get that out. And he's going to have to stop engaging that woman as well. <clears throat> What if you wrap it up? Well, what if you wrap it up? Are you not making contact with the woman? Let me check. And I could be wrong, you know, maybe because when I, when we used to engage sexually, both parties were usually naked. And both parties physical contact. And both parties had their pores wide open because they were sweating. Unless it's, you know, one of those type of quickie one minute thump bump and away you go. But usually if you're sweating and breathing heavy and pores are open, you can still exchange it. This shot is not a shot. It's a bioweapon. It's an operating system. And it's designed to jump from host to host to host. So even if you got your plumbing wrapped, the rest of you is, unless you're going to wear a body rubber, you know, where your head and from your head down to your toes is covered in a condom and you're wearing a mask of oxygen, then maybe perhaps you might get away with it. That's possible, you know. Tony, I think you missed my question. Please scroll. No, I can't scroll back. I'll, I'll be millions behind. If you're looking, there was a sodium thiosulfate question. Just go look it up. Yeah, you don't have to answer this question. Just, you know, just look it up. 
sodium thiosulfate, you can look up the chemical composition of sodium thiosulfate. That's what the question was. Some things I'm not going to answer because, again, these are things you can do your, on your own. That's a very basic, simple question. Okay. You know, well, last I checked anyway, I mean, and that's been many, many light years ago. You know, when you, when you engage sexually with somebody, usually both parties are naked and both parties are working up. You know, pores are open, sweat's coming out, nitric oxide's moving. You're breathing heavy and you're breathing on each other and then you're kissing each other and doing whatever. Well, that's the way it used to go anyway. Maybe today it's different. Who knows? But you know, contact, exchange, you're exchanging DNA, you know. Uh, like, a month, like I have a crystal ball here, Spitzy. Are you effing kidding me? I don't know how, how badly he's been infected with this program now. He stuck his willy in this woman and, he, and, he, and they exchanged DNA. Her DNA is con uh, contaminated. Who knows how long it's going to take? I don't have x-ray vision. It'll take what it takes. If he was stupid enough to engage a woman who's been injected, then he's got to pay the piper. That's just the way it goes. It's like anybody else. You engage anybody, man or woman, in a sexual activity, and they got an STD, you got to pay the piper if it catches on to you. You know. Hello, Tony, my friend, interested to see if there's anything that can be done for something called uh, Groves disease. I, you know what? I know what that is, and I don't know what it is. What is that? Define it. Uh, yeah, it's still done the same. Okay, so it's still done the same. And you're engaging each other, and you're exposed. You don't think something's going to exchange, everything else is going to exchange? The two, the two shall become one flesh. Remember that concept? Well, that's a true statement. You know, um, <laughs> you know. And we have someone looking up body. <laughs> no, it's not similar as an STD. An STD can be removed. You know, this doesn't. This is this is a DNA thing. You gotta you gotta just completely wipe that out. And that's how you and one of the ways you'll do that is with these static charges or voltage uh, charges. But you know, like I said, it ain't worth it. It's not it's just not worth it. You know, and you know, and, and again, if you're engaging somebody in that manner, if there ain't nothing, if there's nothing really solid there to begin with, it's just one of those moments where you're just going to thump, bump, and away you go, then, you know, why bother? You know, I get, and I do get, and I do understand, the, you know, the, the, the need to seed. I get that. You know, I, I understand what your, uh, from a male perspective, I understand the need to seed. I get it. But what are you seeding with? What are you exchanging your DNA with? Okay, think of it this way. And I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of be I may be a little crude here, but again, you'll understand what I'm talking about. What if the woman you're engaging looks really good, really hot, yum yum, you want some, and turns out to be a clone designed to carry diseases? What if it's a shapeshifter? Fallen angel shifting to look like yum yum. You want some? What if you don't know? 
What if, from a woman's perspective, you know, you want to feel the throb of the knob? Okay, and again, it's a little crude, but you'll get what I'm saying. You want to feel the throb of the knob, and you look at a guy, and what if that's a clone carrying some kind of pathogen? A life model decoy. What if that's a shapeshifter? There are reasons, there are reasons, uh, uh, when I'm saying, you know, keep and keep it packed. It, it better have some kind of solid foundation today, <clears throat> you know. Um, okay, that's my point. See, we've been so programmed to look at each other from a sexual perspective that we forgot all these other factors of expression. We're looking at a person as a, from a person perspective. But what if okay, they've got robotoids and clones and all this shit running around amongst us and we don't know who's what what? You don't know if there's a fallen angel walking around looking like, a, you know, like I said, yum, yum, you want some, and then you wind up engaging. And now you've got some kind of concoction that's been transferred to you. Uh, Tony, are you familiar with who's new ICD code? Um, don't, I can't say I, I don't know what the ICD stands for, so I'd have to say no. Uh, yeah, okay, even with the glasses, even with the glasses. Okay, now, this is a good point. I'm glad you brought it up. So you can dissect in glasses, and now you can see who are the demons and who's this and who's that, who's not shining an aura and who's shining an aura, okay? So this sounds like pretty good. Oh, yeah, now we can tell. Okay, that person's a guy. That person's a gal. They got an aura. But, but, what if they got engaged with somebody who's been jabbed? What they got? What have they been engaged with somebody who's been it with a shapeshifter? So that ain't hundred percent foolproof either. You know, what if you're married and your spouse decides to get jabbed? It's time for a divorce. Then I leave it up to the people. I don't know how. I mean, well, I guess it depends on this. Are you still sexually active? And if you are, uh, if your spouse gets the jab and you don't want to have sex with that with your spouse uh how's that gonna how's that gonna work <laughs> you know so again that's something that you'd have to decide for yourself i know people that have split up with their husbands or wives uh they may still live together but they sleep in separate rooms they want nothing to do with each other uh I don't know if that will produce uh, uh, infidelity. Um, not sure. So again, that would be something that you'd have to hide. Nobody can make the decision for you. Uh, everyone will say whatever they're going to say. <clears throat> okay. But um, in regard to the situation like that, but that's not an easy decision because especially if you've got a good connection with that person and they do something like that, you might, you know, you, you may wrestle with that. And I get that too. That's why I'm not making any suggestions one way or another. That'll be for you to make that decision. You know, good, bad, or indifferent. That'll be your call. <clears throat> you know, and it's got to be left that way. Nobody can tell you what to do in that regard. You know what I mean? So some women would say, Chuck, you Farley. And some people would say, I'll stick around. So, again, that's whatever your call is on that. Um, let me let me get, see what I got here. Let me see what I got here. 
Okay, I'm going to play this. This is for the Kiwis. Now, this is an old video, but then I found something on Twitter. Again, reflecting what this thing said. When you look at the video, look at the eyes on this guy. This is not, whatever this is, this is not a, it's a male composition of, of a body. But the eyes are showing nobody home. The lights, the lights aren't even on. The lights are not even on, and nobody's home. And he's making this comment. And this was under Arden, Arden's, uh, Ardina, whatever the hell her name was, its name was, whatever it was, uh, administration. So when you look at this, something's wrong here. You know, I have no idea. It could be an inbred thing. Who knows? But the lights are not on, and nobody's home. And he's making a comment here, and I'm playing this for a reason. I'll let I'll play it, and we'll go from there. Hold on. Here we go. I think early next year we'll be in the phase of chasing up people who haven't come forward to get their vaccination or have missed their bookings and so on. So uh, everyone will be able to get a vaccine between now and the end of the year. Uh, but of course, you know, and I want every New Zealander to come forward, but human behaviour suggests that there will be some people that we have to actually really go out and look for, uh, and, and some of that is still in yeah, but our commitment is everyone will have the opportunity to get the vaccine by the end of the year. Uh, everyone will. Uh, but I, I can't say that, you know, that we're not going to have some hesitant people or some people who just haven't come forward that we don't have to go out and find next year. Okay, so what is he saying? <laughs> What's he really saying here? You know? Uh, the um, I Like I said, I heard this. I thought, okay. I wonder, I have to wonder if the next phase of this is going to be doing this or they're just going to spray an airborne um, component in the air. You know, so again, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised. I would not be surprised if um, that happens in New Zealand this year. They'll start it there down in Australia. And then, and you know, Canada, oh, Canada, you know, once one, what once was our native home and land <laughs> has now been penetrated by the WEF. Uh, I wouldn't be a bit surprised that they'll engage it here as well. Wouldn't surprise me. Uh, can you, hello, can you advise how to detox from a mold? Poison, please. Mother-in-law has been breathing in huge amounts of toxic spores from black and white mold in her home for 10 years. She's now has dementia, which I'm sure is linked. Well, probably. You can give her cal uh, copper acetate. What you do is take some copper and a bowl of vinegar, straight vinegar, no apple cider shit, straight vinegar, white dollar store vinegar. Go to the dollar store, buy the gallon or three liters or whatever, wherever you're living. Of vinegar, throw your copper in there, wait about 20 minutes. Uh, you'll see that the vinegar will turn into a bluish teal color. Pour that into a container, put equal amounts of water, and put about 10 drops in water and have her drink that every few hours. One of the best things that knock out mold. <clears throat> so you can give her that. Okay. Um, in Tony's vernacular, holy jumping, wow, never thought they would uh, be that open about it this soon. Well, I don't know if it, this is an older video. 
Okay, this is an older video. Uh, the point I'm making here is that this administrator, because he's not a PM PM, basically he's just some puppet they threw in there, uh, made that comment under another administration. Now he put him in charge. This is why I say I don't know why anybody would trust a politician on any level. A, you didn't vote for them. They were selected. So these are selected officials by bankers, corporations, pharmaceutical companies, banks. Why in the world would you put your faith in a government? Any of them. That's my point. Now you heard this guy. Uh, there was another, let's see here, hold on. All right. Uh, I think this is the other one. All right, this is, now this is 2023, January 22nd, 2023. Lockdown lunatic Chris Hipkins to become New Zealand's new prime minister. Hipkins asserted the government will essentially hunt down unvaccinated individuals claiming normal human behavior. Ain't that something? Isn't that just wonderful? If, you're, if you have normal behavior, you're going to get jabbed. So they want you to be abnormal. <laughs> Suggest many people won't willingly take the mRNA vaccine. Wow. Well, he knows enough to know that people are not stupid. And they're going to challenge them. Okay, now this is on. You know, I didn't put it on there. I will put it on. Um so like I said, the this is an administrator, you know, uh, in New Zealand. And again, he's making this con uh, uh, he's making this comment. You know, uh, we need to understand, like I said, these are all puppets. It's like the rock under the shell game. You shift the rocks around. And you pull up the shell, and okay, you, you got the rock has just moved from one shell to another, and they replaced they replaced the old rock with a new one. You know, um, uh, well, okay. So, what is it? So now, what is your question again? If this is part of the, if this is part of the, um, the bioweapon they've been used, I've been saying this forever. You can't get this out. I'm, I don't know what to tell you on that. It's in the DNA. If they, if they're using any injection today that has mRNA in it, and it won't just have mRNA in it, it'll have tRSIRNA. XNA and a whole bunch of other nucleic acids will also be involved here. And plus, you're going to have a, a nanotechnology to deliver this stuff. There's no way you can get any of this stuff out, not at the current level anyway. You are now inserting things into the DNA. And this is where I don't understand why a lot of you are not understanding this. Number one, these are not vaccines. Why you're calling them vaccines, I have absolutely no idea. They're telling you it's a it's a it it alters the genetic code. They're telling you these are not vaccines either, and they're telling you they're experimental. So I'm not sure why you would call it a vaccine. Number one, 
Number two, if it's entering the DNA, you have to go into the DNA and undo the damage. Currently, right now, nobody's doing that. Three, a vaccine would be embedded into the tissue and stays in the tissue so that the body can produce the antibodies required to build immunity. This does not build immunity. This destroys the immune system and then replaces it with a program. So again, I have nothing I can really tell you on this because again, I have a theory of what can be done, but again, it's nothing but a theory. And again, I don't have the equipment or the means to validate or, or discredit it one way or another. So if you're going to go somewhere and it's going to require you to get this bioweapon, then you have to make a decision. Is it worth your life? As you can see, we have a high death uh, toll throughout the planet from people who took these jabs. People spinning around, seeing some sort of demonic activity and getting taken over and killed. So I have no idea what to tell you on that. You know, I, my, my take on it real quickly is really simple. If, it's, if I got to go somewhere to take a bioweapon, I just assume not go. Um, uh, okay. So like I said, if it's going into the DNA, there's no way at this point in time to get it out. Even with the technology I have, I tell people not to use it because the unpredictability of their technology, their insertion of these bioweapons, they don't know what's going to do. They can use these solutions that we're talking about to remove the biofilm or the, or the buildup of, um, of um, the construction that's going on if, if it's using any nanoparticles, especially if they're carbon-based, but as far as dealing with anything that has to do with an electronic, electromagnetic field, or anything, or a terahertz frequency, that to me is again pushing your luck. Since nobody really knows. So, again, when I'm expressing these things to people about these injections and about what they are, if the bioweapon is being inserted into the DNA, now you got a whole different world of hurt coming. Everybody that has taken those jabs, especially after the third one, wound up, winds up dead. I just I was at a uh, I was just at a, a social gathering yesterday, uh, send off because one of our one of my activist friends is moving. She sold her house. We had a little bit of a get together, like it'll be our last get together because she's going to be taken off. Uh, one of the other activists that was there said that when she goes for a walk down in on Windsor along the river to the water, to the fountain, there's nobody there. Used to be a crowd of people there all the time. Hey, phenomenal made it. Look at that. Phenomenal. Yay. And so, uh, these people are dead. And she, uh, just last week, she said she buried a couple of her, of her relatives. So we are not dealing with a, a, um, a normal roundabout vaccine. We're dealing with a bioweapon that has is a ticking time bomb that's designed to kill people. I was reading something today. They have been working on the bioweapon for decades. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, they, this, you know, when Trump said, oh, it's supposed to take five years to develop, but we got it done in nine months. That's such bullshit. It was all bullshit. They already had this thing. They already tested on animal test subjects, and all the test subjects had all died. 
that was the research I had found. So none of the none of the the theatrics that you're seeing out here is is incredible. Uh, I was talking to uh, one of the guys in the group, and he was talking to somebody that you know had been had been on some of these talk shows that you're seeing, like uh, Stu Peters and some of these other shows. And they had a conversation, and in the conversation, what came out of it was that on those talk shows that you're seeing that supposedly being on your side, right, the good cop, bad cop bullshit, what's been happening is they go on those shows, and if they say anything that's out of uh, outside of the narrative, they get censored. You're not even seeing the truth with those shows. Most of that is just pure bullshit. Keep you, you know, you, you've heard of the mushroom treatment, right? Because they're giving the general population the mushroom treatment. If you don't know what the mushroom treatment is, it's real simple. They feed you a lot of shit and keep you in the dark. That's the mushroom treatment. It's salt of the language. And that's what they're doing with a lot of you. And they got you all confused, speaking the, the wrong language. You're thinking, you're still thinking you're getting a vaccine. You're not. Even the vaccine had problems. The VA, the VAER, if you can find them, if you can find them, even before the Moderna and the Pfizer and the, you know, Johnson and Johnson and the AstraZeneca and all the other shots, if you can find them, you can see the side effects of just taking a normal vaccine. Uh, you know, three rats. That's it. Wow. And based on those three rats, they, they made a determination on how safe these injections are. That is, you know, uh, someone sent me something the other day on injections. And I forget who sent it to me. And uh, the H1N1, you remember the H1N1? When they started using the H1N1, um, in each state, when they opened it up, Three people died from using the injection. They shut it off right away. Shut it off right away. And it was the same throughout the United States, Canada. In fact, fact, Ontario refused to give the H1N1 to to the general population because of the hazard that that shot was causing. Side effects were unbelievable. And they refused to, to engage it here in Ontario. They had to remove that whole medical group to bring in this bullshit. So, you know, um, well, (laughs) you know, when you're looking at just the excipients in the normal injections, nobody in their right mind should have their child injected or, or vaccinated on any level. Nobody. If you're getting your child vaccinated or injected on any level, that tells me that, A, you're ignorant to no end. And that doctors in the past have stated unequivocally that when you take a vaccine, just a vaccine can alter your DNA. Generation that I come from, we had five, five vaccines. Each year we had a different vaccine, each year. And they gave us at least a year to recover from the previous vaccination. And so what happened was, like I said, eventually they they modified these things and made them more uh, 
lethal. Um, um, okay. The, um, yep, 70 now, right. So if you're over 70, then you remember back in the day, I'm not that far behind you. Back in the day, we had five vaccines. Then they didn't combine the MMR. They had each one was taken a year apart, and you had all your vaccines done by the time you reached kindergarten. But by the time you reached kindergarten, your immune system had been kicked in. Now, when I went to school back in those days, you know, those ancient times, there were kids in school in my classroom that were always sick. I never, I never made the connection when I was younger. Like, why are they always sick? They always, they all, and they were missing. They, they'd miss one to two weeks of school. You know, and they were monitoring them now. So uh, that was all from the injections. Today, if, if it, from the time the child is born, I think they, they walk out of the hospital between 20 and 30 vaccines, something to that effect, and a lot of them are combined. So by the time they reach high school, I think the numbers are about 72 vaccines, not including this shit that they just brought in, which aren't vaccines. So, uh, yeah, it's a whole different world. And the reason why we got so many stupid people out there is because of the brain damage that these injections have caused. The immune system's compromised. They're all respiratory systems compromised. Digestive systems compromised. Their genetic completely uh, damaged from all this bullshit. You know. Um, yeah. Well, not in those in that time between the 1980s, and 1990, they were pointing out the Hep Hep uh, B and C shots. You know, impulsing trying on the head help. With the Bell's palsy, no. Bell's palsy is a myelin sheet damage, so you may want to use a uh, weed germal if it will work. I don't know if it's going to work. He's going to have to surge or spike that. You know, he's going to have to run the charge through the system. You're dealing with the DNA now, not the nano. Okay. Now you can try the solution that I'm going to talk about tonight. That may help and that may work. I don't know if it's going to. Like I said, we haven't got that far yet. But when what we have people are using this stuff, it has had a lot of effect on a lot of different things. And one of the things it does do is it does release the nano in the system. It does work as a wonderful uh, analgesic. It does work as a powerful, potent um, uh, oxygen oxygenator. It does work with sleep as well. That much I can tell you so far. So... Um, I will talk about that in a minute. Why don't you talk about miracles through prayer and fasting? Because this is a health show, and I'm pointing out the different remedies for health. Now, if you want to talk about miracles, have you had one? Has Jesus actually healed you? Has he cured you from some major traumatic thing? This is I'm not here to talk church. Okay, I'm here to talk solutions. Now, Jesus does heal. But I don't see Jesus healing all the time either. And usually when Jesus does heal, it's usually because he's picked that person to do a great work. Now, if you want to talk about healing and Jesus in prayer, well, by all means, do so. But do it on your channel. I don't discredit Jesus and I don't take anything away from Jesus. Jesus does heal. Jesus does cure. And most of these people in this room do believe in Jesus. But as you, can see, as you are also aware, a lot of people that do believe in Jesus are afflicted with afflictions. Paul was afflicted. Timothy was afflicted. 
John was blind. Job was afflicted. So, like I said, just because you're a believer doesn't mean that you're going to be without issue or without challenge or in ill health. All righty. Um, I have to go. We'll listen to the replay. Okay. Um, so what's the difference between you and the white coats out there? What's the difference between me and the white coats out there? I am not charging you anything for my information, number one. I do charge you for a consultation. I do charge you if I have to build the technology. But what I give you is a solution, not a not a, a Band-Aid. That's the difference. Um, <laughs> Tony on the church. Oh, well, I'm not talking about church. You know, if you want to talk church, fine. Go, go to another channel. I'm not a religious man. I've said many a time I'm not a religious man. Oh, Jesus can use anything, you know. God used an a, a wild ass to stop a prophet from his madness. So, I mean, you know, it, 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 things happen, some, but not these things happen all the time. So, um, there you go. You exemplify how bad you want something with your action. Yeah, that's true, actually. That's very true. You, you do exemplify how bad you want something with your action. That is very true. You know, if you want something bad enough, you're going to do whatever it takes to get it, you know, uh, and work for it. Uh, well then, okay then, if that's the case, then why did Jesus spit in the mud and apply the mud on a man's eyes to make him see? That was a remedy, wasn't it? What did he do? He spit on the mud, the enzymes in the saliva activated the bacteria that removed the infection from the blind man's eyes. Didn't Paul tell Timothy to drink a little wine to take care of his stomach issues? Aren't those remedies? So maybe you should read your Bible a little bit more and actually understand what you're reading and not just focus on one thing. There are many factions of the New Testament that you should be aware of, not just what you're saying. <laughs> Tony, I'm laughing about your comments of Jesus. It's funny. What did I say that was funny? Uh, so yeah, well, I, you know, as people talk, they want to talk Bible stuff, that's great and wonderful, but they have a narrative and a narrow perspective of things. They don't read the whole Bible and read everything about it. You know, John was blind. He was afflicted. So was Paul. Paul has to be, uh, to have him, uh, he talked to Jesus directly to have him healed. Jesus denied them. These are things that some of these people don't look at. <laughs> I crack up when I see this. Well, what about that? You know? So they don't, again, they don't see everything and they're just so fixated. They got this, again, this is what I call churchology. It's not spirituality, it's churchology. You get caught up on the tangent, not read the whole concept. Faith is not without work. You ever hear about the story of the drowning man in the roof? Drowning man in the roof. Okay, no. Faith without works is dead, yes. Tony, you're very generous. Your remedy really helps so many people. True, Christians don't read between the lines and make shit up. Well, they don't make shit up. They get caught up and fixated like you are. Okay. And so as a result, you get stuck on a tangent. Okay. And you don't look at, and you don't really understand what Jesus did even with the mud and the, and the eyes. Did, did you? That, that was a remedy. Now, I'm not Jesus. You got to be, be strictly honest with you. I didn't die on the cross for your sins. I didn't, I didn't take the lash for your for you to be healed didn't do any of that he did 
And I acknowledge that all the time. But in the Bible, remedies were used and utilized throughout the Old and New Testament. So I do believe that God did put things on this planet for us to use to find solutions for our health issues. This I also believe. So I don't see why you would be so narrow to think just do one thing and that's going to solve everything. It doesn't. Prayer and fasting doesn't always solve everything. Sometimes it can lead you to an answer. That it, that it can do, but it doesn't always work away. And again, if you were more experienced, you'd know this. So, uh, Tony, have you ever heard that now that they're, have you heard that now they're, the news is saying after flu season is now, usually it's called strokes. Yeah, I just heard that. I read that the other day. They found that after COVID, you wind up, within three months, you wind up with a stroke. You know, yeah, I find that is unique. <laughs> How come we didn't hear about that three years before? Makes you wonder. <laughs> you know, makes you wonder. So, uh, it's interesting, don't you think? Isn't it? There's always some kind of new something popping up these days. Always something new. Uh, uh, pretty well. Maybe. Maybe it's just some new fear-mongering bullshit they want to put out there. Oh, if you got the COVID, you're going to get a stroke. Now I'll give them an excuse to come up with a vaccine to give you a stroke or an injection to give you a stroke. Amazing, eh? Just amazing. Um, let me read something today. Um, insane nonsense, yep. Uh, where am I at here? Give me a second. All right. Now, this, this formula will be in the email I had a couple of people look at my what i wrote down and i had to get i had to correct certain things so they caught me on that one which is good because now we got i got it straight okay this formula is an upgrade about the one i told you the other day now let me emphasize this clearly obviously i wasn't clear the other day you are making a volume solution. You do not drink the whole thing. You do not consume it all. In fact, it's in here again, 10 to 20 drops. Drop. Maybe I better highlight that. Hold on. 10 to 20 drops. Okay, not a glass. 10 to 20 drops after you make the volume solution. What you're going to do, again, you're going to use peroxide and vinegar in a one-to-one -one ratio. If you put two ounces of peroxide, you are going to put two ounces of vinegar. Okay? So you have now four ounces total. Two plus two equals four. Then you're going to add another two ounces of distilled or RO water. So now you're going to have a total of eight ounce solution. Then you're going to add 30 grams of MSM, which is equivalent to two tablespoons or six teaspoons. You don't have a measuring cup. You're going to dissolve that in the solution with the water, the vinegar, and the peroxide. Then you're going to take 10 to 20 drops and put this in another glass of water. Now, the stuff is going to taste a little bit strong 
want to use a lemonade to knock it off that's fine okay use some kind of clear base solution okay do it before bed and maybe throughout the day now um if you are um using this to remove nanotechnology out of your body through an epigenetic exposure do it be take the solution before you engage in removing the nano okay in other words you're going to do a bucket you're going to do a triangle you're going to do a surge and purge you're going to do a spike take the solution and wait about 15 minutes and then proceed to engage the technology if someone's injected with the bioweapon can use the solution it may alleviate some of the symptoms of the operating systems running from your dna okay it may help and again if you got a lot of uh, graphene or black carbon or c60 or something running in the system that should help break down the not only break that down but it will remove microparticles out of the body one of the things that this stuff does it will break it down to a point where maybe the uh, the sulfur component, whether it will be a, a parasulfur mixture, can help again flush out any of the excess that's going on as a result of your DNA operating system uh, engaging this stuff. So you may find it may alleviate some of the symptomology. It's not going to shut down the injection. It's not going to shut down the DNA, but it may slow down the effect of the program that's running in through your system do not use any anti-nano device due to the unpredictability of their tech injections and it's gen and it's genetic and nano operating systems and i got that in red okay and i'm telling you not to use my tech because i do not know what it will do to enhance or exasperate the bioweaponry they put inside of you so again, uh, <clears throat> I am going to share that today. It will be an email. Copy it down. Utilize it. It will have an effect. You know. So, um, Tony, is there is there bird flu in Canada? Yeah, our, our birds fly all over the place. <laughs> they fly north, south, east, west. <laughs> We have here in the UK, the government have stopped chickens from being grass-fed. They have to be um, coupled up inside or cooped up inside eating soy and grains. They are now saying could be bird flu each year. Well, they're creating the bird flu. Okay. Uh, the problem with... Um, um, Okay, there's free range and free roam. Free range is not a good idea because free range, what happens with free range chickens, let's say the, there's a farmer or a gardener beside you and they're spraying a pesticide and the bug eats the pesticide and falls on your property and that chicken eats that bug. Chicken can wind up deathly sick or die. Free roam, they're inside, of a, they're inside of a barn running free, which I think is better for them anyway at this point in time because and then it, it minimizes their exposure to the nanoparticulates coming down from the sky. You know, so again, it will help them, it keep them keeping them healthy. Um, they're, look, they're, they're 
talking, injecting livestock. Um, how much MSM? It'll be 30 grams of MSM in the solution, in, in the, the big solution. So, and you mix it up until it's all dissolved. So, uh, again, it'll be in the email. So, the, the, the formula is all there. So, it's all ready for you. All you got to do is then is copy and paste. Um, so, anything that we're eating, um, uh, anything that we're eating is going to be, they're going to have some kind of bullshit to it. Peroxides, hydrogen peroxide, correct? Yep. Asking because we have either concentration you can get up to yeah food grade yeah okay you guys say you got a 35 percent solution okay h and hell yeah helen uh in sydney okay take the take one ounce of the 35 percent add it to the 11 11 percent of distilled or reverse osmosis water you now have a three percent solution you can also use six percent just cut cut the ratio down that's all so if you're using two ounces cut it down to one ounce and you'll have the same 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 volume but yeah, you can you can use any any three uh, percent solution will work. Six percent will work. You know, so yeah, you can you can go with that. Uh, uh, okay, Tony. After, are there any illnesses conditions for which the vinegar peroxide solution would be contradicted? Not that I know of. Not that I know of. Uh, from again, the research I've been doing leads me to conclude. Uh, look, they're even using it as a biocide uh that's also in the they'll also be in the links you can also look it up i mean there's a lot of stuff they're using this thing on and what it breaks down to eventually is water now if you're adding the msm to it the sulfur what it whatever what when it gets done going through different things it breaks down to a sulfur carbon and oxygen or water sorry water so it's completely harmless and inert. And again, if you use it and you take a piss, um, you'll see that your water or your fluids are coming out of you is clear. So uh, as far as I have seen so far, I haven't seen it not being effective in some form or fashion. How do I get on the email? Um, hold on. Give me a second here. Um, Alrighty, so my email will be in on my my box or on the right side. Should be there somewhere. Um, is there a short? Is there an egg shortage in Canada? Not that I know of. So I might go to the store to see. Well, what I have noticed, I gotta say something though about the eggs. Um, um, is it in there? Okay, yeah, the emails are. Um, when I go look at the eggs, um, I notice that the large eggs must be coming from small chickens. You know, they they must be coming from small chickens <laughs> because the large eggs look pretty small to me. It's not what I'm used to. I usually buy jumbo and they're big big eggs and usually have a double yoker. So, you know, um, the um, <laughs> so but that's one thing I have noticed. So uh, suggestions on feed? Well, the chickens need they need protein. So if you can buy them dry fish and break up the fish and feed it to them, you can do that. Uh, get, uh, go catch them some worms, you know, put the worms in the feed. I don't know. I don't know how many chickens you have, so I don't know how feasible that may be, but 
you may be able to find a place that sells a dehydrated fish product or dehydrated worm product and just, just feed it to them. Uh, usually in the winter months up here, they feed them grain anyway. You know, and when I, I tell people all the time, if you're buying uh, unpasteurized milk or chickens or whatever, up here we're in a winter stage, so they are going to feed them grain here. You know, um, if you're feeding and if you have chickens and you're raising chickens, you may want to give them, make sure their copper levels are adequately supplied in their water supply. They need copper. Is there an egg shortage in Canada? No, as far as I know, like I said, I, I haven't seen that yet. How do I get an email list? Okay, there's a neat, my email has been posted in here, so just copy it. Uh, I pay about eight bucks. That's I, that's common. That's pretty much everywhere in Canada and as well as uh, uh, the U.S. So yeah, that's that's not uncommon. I would suggest you guys make friends with farmers. Just just a thought, you know. Um, uh, oh, okay. Is that what they are in, in the UK? Okay, I didn't know that. Um, here, um, you really don't know. I mean, they tell you you got organic chickens here, and then they feed them uh, omega three, which is in my mind stupid. Uh, so again, uh, if you here, they just give you the if you got small, medium, large, extra large, and jumbo. Uh, so um, the um, the <laughs> can't answer her right now. The um, uh, <laughs> the um, so again, I I don't know. I don't know, like I said, if they're vaccinated or not. Chances are uh, they may not vaccinate them here, but what they do here is they'll put the antibiotic in their in their feed or their uh, their feed in, or in their water table. Okay. Are today's insect nano? Uh, are today's insects nano? You mean are the, today's insects loaded with nano? Of course they would be. Now, if they're nano, they could be mimetics as well. For sure, but yeah, I mean the the, uh, the uh, mutation in a lot of our insects. If you were to this, uh, if you were to let's say, ah, be the light made it, ha ha. Yeah, I just saw your Zoom pop up. I said I can't answer her now. <laughs> the question was, how are you doing your research? Are you doing it on your cell phone? Or are you doing it on a computer? Because I forget why I asked you that. But anyway, that was yesterday, so it'll come to me sometime later. Uh, so yeah, if you're if you're if it's out in the wild, whether you got game, rabbit, moose, deer, elk, or whatever you got running around wherever you live, um, uh, then um, yeah, they're gonna they're gonna have nano. Why wouldn't they? Why wouldn't they? You know, uh, let's see. Well, I mean. If you want to keep healthy, you're going to have to feed them just like you do. Yeah, you want to stay healthy and maintain your voltage level in your cells and in your tissues. You got to eat things that are going to supply and give you that what you need. Your your lot your pets, your livestock, you know whatever. You got to feed them the same way you'd feed yourself. Maybe a little expensive, but I, I guarantee you, if you're feeding them things that have high nutrition profile, 
let's say the eggs are, you're, are getting copper and zinc and selenium, manganese, uh, iodine, boron. Shit, you got a super egg. When you eat that, chance one egg will give you pretty much everything you need. Between the protein, the lipids, the phosphorus that's in the eggs, uh, beta carotene, or the vitamin A that's in the eggs, you know, the egg is a superfood all on its own. So the better they're fed, and, and if you're eating those eggs, the healthier you maintain. You know, the reason why we're all going out to eat grass-fed is because we want to make sure we get the nutri nutritional value of the of the meat as well as the um, reducing the grain uptake for, uh, that they're feeding them. But if the grasses don't have the nutritional value in them, then it's what are they eating? Basically sugar, carbohydrate is all they're eating. So again, the more the more um, the more nutri nutritive value what you're feeding your animals, it helps. Number one, let's say you got a pet cat or dog. And you're feeding them, you know, this dry food. Most of these pets are eating this shit from a bag. They all wind up with cancers. I've seen them. People come to me all the time. The first thing to do is get them off that crap. And I have, and then whatever they're eating, I tell them you eat. What they, you eat whatever you're eating. You feed it to your pet. Give them yogurt with fat. Give them saturated fat. These animals are are carnivores, not herbivores. You know, they're meant to eat meat. But if the meat is, is uh, low in any kind of nutritional value, then it's going to affect them as well. Same here in the egg size. I went, I went to store-bought eggs, tried one uh, from the first time in three years. Nasty. I'll keep my eggs and wait when they take a break. Yeah, there you go. There you go. I mean, like I said, if I had a farmer that I could get the eggs straight from, I'd be buying them straight from, the, from them, you know. Um, the real tests, tasting eggs. I'm also in Chinada. Things are a little more money. Yeah, for sure. So where are you located? What province? Um, yeah, they need copper. You know, they they need copper. So um, uh, support your local. Yeah, I mean, anybody, anybody you can find a farmer. Farm, uh, find an Am Amish farmer, a uh, uh, Mennonite farmer, a Hutterite farmer, uh, an independent farmer, you know, get to know them, get to know them, you know. Uh, people get sketched out, well, who cares? <laughs> I don't care what people think. I, if I know something is a fact and I know something works, because most people today are in another world. They're in another dimension. They're caught up in whatever delusion they're in. So who cares what they think? I'd rather buy a glass of real milk from a real cow's tit and put a raw, put a raw egg from a real chicken. And now I got a super protein drink. And if I want to add other nutrients to it, I can as well. If I want to add other fats to it, I can as well. You know, you if you have a real egg. In real milk, and you're a guy, and you drink that once or twice a day, you'll look like Dynamo Joe within about two weeks, two or three weeks, and that's not, and that's from not lifting weights. You know, I had a guy that uh, was training, and he was having a hard time getting his calf development, and I got him on a diet of raw milk and egg, <laughs> told him to put some nutrients in there and some wheat germ oil. Within about two weeks, his calves came came to life. 
And then everybody started asking this guy who's taking any kind of steroids. He says, nope, just raw milk and eggs, you know. So it gives you the cholesterol that you need to build the testosterone. And it's a more, it's a more um, usable protein. Uh, speaking of eggs, egg shells at this point, consistent environment, still look good. Chief source of, yep, um, clean them well, clean them really good. Uh, you may want to, again, put them in vinegar and let them react for about a day. And then afterwards, add, dilute it with water, add a little uh, glycerin to it. And, um, and I guess that's it. Yeah, a little glycerin. This will keep it suspended so that it won't it won't fall apart on you. Now, if you want to also, um, if you also want to make that into an electrolyte, then everything's a two to one ratio. Two to one uh, from calcium to magnesium. Two to one from magnesium to potassium. Two to one from potassium to thing zinc. Two to one from zinc to copper, uh, two to one from copper to um, selenium. So you can put all that together. You know. So you think canning your food will... Ah, uh, uh, no. <laughs> not all of them. You may knock out some of the bacteria and stuff, but I probably, if I'm going to do that, I, again, I probably would spike my food first for a couple hours before I even engage in that. And Because like I said, once you spike your meat, especially meat, um, you'd be surprised what what floats to the top. You really would be. Um, again, use whatever's at your disposal. I would still tell you to can your, your uh, meats or, or whatever. Or if you can, cut your meat in really thin slices, cook them in a, a frying pan, to light, nice light brown, and then dehydrate them and powder them. Another way to do it. Now you can make broth very easy. You got your protein already ready to go. You know, so do the best you can with what you have, because like I said, it doesn't really matter today at this point. Everything you're eating has a contaminant to it. So I may, you know, I would probably dehydrate the meat with garlic or onion, powder them together, and put them in a the bag. Or I may, um, what's the term? Um, uh, shit. Oh, I forget what's called now. Basically, you would pressure cook your meat in salt, heavy salt. Once it's cooked, you put it in a bucket, seal the bucket. That'll hold for ten years. Now, again, you might want to add salt and sulfur, or you just might want to add salt. Uh, uh, and or and vinegar if you want salt and vinegar to preserve it. What will happen then is if there is any kind of carbonized nano in the meat, it should break it down. Uh, how can I, how can we bypass the digital ID they're going to come up with in order to use the internet? <laughs> if you're still around. If you ain't dead, it's not in an internment camp. Chances are you're going to be living out in the bush, and you're going to be living in some kind of uh, with some kind of organization of some kind that's again against what's going on. You have the internet on you in any way, shape, or form. 
They're going to find you, track you, and throw you in jail or take you out. At that point in time, the internet is done. At that point in time, you want to communicate with somebody, it's going to have to be on an underground method. Okay, underground. Pigeons, you know, carrier pigeons like they used to. <laughs> Technology as you know it will be inaccessible because the moment you access it, AI will know exactly where you are. If I'm taking off, say, into the bush, I'm going off grid and I'm saying, F it, I'm done. There's no tech coming with me, period. If anybody comes, wants to come with, wants to bring a cell phone, either they'll throw that cell phone away, I shoot them, or I go my separate way. One of the three. I prefer going my separate way, to be honest with you. Anybody that stupid that would bring a cell phone with them when they're going off grid would be ridiculous. You'd be tracked within a heartbeat. So you're not going to be able to bypass a digital ID. You will not be living in the city you're in or the town you're in unless the town decides to secede from the system and eliminate all technology. You, uh, Because once you have that tech, you are now vulnerable to becoming whatever they want. You know, uh, okay, eggshells and vinegar release the brown. Okay, that may have been because the um, those eggshells, were they brown eggs or just white eggs? You know. Can I borrow you for a week <laughs> or three? <laughs> um, uh, two tin cans with a string. Yeah, that'd be about it. Uh, what about walkie-talkies? Would those be useful? Well, they're trackable. They're running on a frequency. Remember one thing here. Artificial intelligence is not just something that they're talking to you about on a computer. AI runs the skies. AI runs everything in this world. Everything, AI is connected to anything that has to do with technology. AI is connected to it. Computers, your cell phones, your iPads, your, your, telephone, your telephone communications, your lights, your gas, everything. Any tech you have can be hacked. You might be able to get maybe get away with a, 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 a CB or maybe um, something analog, maybe. But to be on the safe side, you're better off no tech. If you have a computer, you want to disengage anything that can connect to the internet if you're using it for a database. Okay, if I have a computer, it's going to have be no access to anything. And even if I'm using it, I'm using it in a shielded environment just so that it doesn't transmit anything from the, from the monitor into the air. So again, you have to understand the nature. Look, they're talking 6G now. They're putting 6G antenna in the hypersonic missiles in China. So now they can remote control these things. What about satellite phone? Are you kidding me? <laughs> Perhaps maybe you should go read your information I have about artificial intelligence. Ah, better yet, better yet, better yet. There is a video out there by Jay Tuck. I want you to go watch that video. It's outdated. It's five years old, five or six years old. But for you, the information is going to hit really hard home. 
what I'm talking about. Everybody should watch that. JTUC, AI is killing us. If I showed you some of the sci-fi shows that they have today, those sci-fi shows are not sci-fi. Those are side documents telling you what they have right now in entertainment. So I don't want you, I don't want to send these things to you because it would freak you out. Okay. Go watch that. That's a little bit on the mild side, but you will get the message. Okay. AI is killing us by Jay Tuck. Watch it on YouTube. I believe you can watch it on BitChute. You can watch it on Rumble. You need to watch this. Okay, because it need you need everyone needs to have an expansion of their perception of what we're what we're really dealing with here. You know, brown eggs. Okay, when you say brown eggs, that tells me that those brown eggs that you had were not brown eggs. Those were white eggs that they spray painted brown. We got the same shit going on here. How you can tell sometimes is when you pick up a brown egg and you see some at, at the um, at each end where the where the egg is rounded. You'll see sometimes uh, um, uh, like a dropping of paint. Looks like paint. Um, so when you're looking at the that, you know the eggs have been painted. But usually most of the brown eggs you're buying today are white eggs that are just spray painted, usually. Uh, yeah, I get that. <laughs> you're not the only one that has asked me for that kind of thing, you know. Um, uh the um tony are you off grid no i want to be though um mike adams well what can you say that says it all we'll watch thank you yeah you're going to learn a lot from that a satellite phone is the dumbest effing thing anybody could say really that will that will zero in on you like less than a couple so you'll have a drone up your ass before you know it Really stupid. Um, yeah, JTUC, AI is killing you, killing us. Um, um, yeah. Mike Adams, okay. Uh, well, there you go. See, there you go. So are you, I'm, I'm, no. <laughs> no, I'm not. Uh, there you go. Light, be the light has shown you the way to the egg. <laughs> She's the egg man. Um, <laughs> uh, okay. So here we go. Oh, so everyone's finding that one. All right, let me go to the next thing I want to talk about. Let me see what I got here. Um, all right. I did. A, I think I did. A, I showed, talked about in the last show. We did a video. I did a video with a doctor. Uh, we we're having a bath. She was having a bath. I was actually interviewing her while she was in the bathtub. Anyway, that's a good video to go watch to give you an idea because a lot of times I get these questions asked me all the time. You know, will, will I get electrocuted? Will I, will something bad happen to me? Well, you know, you're not supposed to mix electricity with water. And she makes a comment about, she asked that question. So in there, 
again, don't get caught up because you see a woman in a bathing suit in a bathtub. There's nothing to get all, all excited about. You should pay attention to the information. The, uh, the uh, triangle, the construction of how to put it together, putting it in the water. The interesting thing about that interview, which was really interesting, was that she had the triangle inside with no salt in the water, just water. And what happened, nanoparticles came out of her body. She picked up two black flecks that came out of her, which normally, uh, and again, there was another comment in the group that uh, was saying that she was really loaded. She had to be really loaded for that to happen the way it did. And, you know, So it showed you the effect of the triangle in the bathtub, showed you the safety of the triangle in the bathtub, and it showed you how to hook up the connections and that's because i always get these questions well how do you hook it up is it safe you know why are we putting this in the water you know it will just not cause me to get shocked and then there was also the explanation that okay if you have an appliance and this is the difference so again i'm trying to make sure that i get this across really loud and clear your appliances do not are not insulated so if you drop a blow dryer in the water you're going to get the shit shocked out of you it'll kill you if you drop anything electrical electric toothbrush in the water it will kill you okay so the idea behind uh, again i'm explaining this is so that you understand that the triangle is 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 already insulated to begin with it's in re-insulated uh, every time we made we made a row and it's and again it's insulated at the final point how can how can we counter the nuclear winter scenario where multiple nuclear bombs will encircle the skies and block the sunlight. You're already dealing with nuclear winter. You're already dealing with nuclear winter. The air is thin, the top of the nuclear mushroom cloud will spread and block the sunlight to kill the crops, cattle, and the, and the mankind. Well, some of that's over-exaggerated. Nuclear, nuclear explosion has 125 miles circumference. So if you stood right where you are and drew a circle 125 miles away from you, a 360-degree circle, that's the range of a nuclear explosion. Now, if you're talking about the FOAB or the MOAB, the Russians have the FOAB and the Americans have the MOAB, these put out a 30 to, 40, 30, 30 to 35 to 40 kiloton uh, explosive range. They may, and they're non-nuclear. Basically, when they explode, they just va vaporize everything in sight. So, if something like that happens, you're going to have to live underground, and you're going to have to create your own oxygen levels. You're already dealing with nuclear winter. All this snow that you're seeing coming down from the sky, a lot of this stuff is the result of the uh, the was it 1700 explosions they did in the 50s, the 60s, and 70s. This fallout, we're feeling that fallout as well on top of the chemtrails that we're dealing with. So we were already dealing with that. Uh, you said you could add some extra insulation in the interview, but didn't get what you said. Do you remember? Oh, basically, if you wanted to seal the, if you want, because I don't seal them. Because some of these seals have released chemicals in the water. So I, I don't. I won't do that. But some people have. They have built their own their own um, triangles, and they use some kind of uh, sealant 
so the cheapest and the easiest, um, uh, least toxic thing you could do is use. Uh, there's they got a can. They got can of Elmer's glue that is spray. You can spray on, so you can spray the triangle and let it dry. Mm. Spray it one side at a time or two sides at a time, and then just let it hang on. Uh, in the and then when the other two sides dried then spray that side and that will create another sealant around it so that again uh, making it more water repellent because again sometimes the, the air bubbles will come out of that thing and water will get inside but again there's no danger to it because the wires are all insulated so um yeah so again it's 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 and again you saw her if you see it you see her that she's in the tub and nothing's going on except nano coming out of her asking me questions Maybe we can vote our way out of chemtrails. Maybe we can vote our way out of chemtrails. Okay. Uh, they sprayed the DARPA hydrogel recently during the storm in California. It looked like jelly type sticky substance. What do you think that could be? Could they be releasing? Well, I've been saying that. Started saying that about a month, month and a half ago that the next outbreak will be a patho pathology from the sky. So again, if they're using a hydrogel material, that means they're transporting something through the atmosphere. So it has to be able to endure the um, the atmospheric cold up no, up above us in North America, which is minus forty, and it would have to be able to um, endure the velocity of the fall, which would probably be about one hundred twenty miles an hour, and it would have to be able to. Um, uh, be able to handle the impact when it hit the hit the ground. So, yeah, there's a possibility. I can't say for sure because I don't have a scope to examine it. But it, you, there's a good probability and possibility that they've already started. And like I said, that would be the next wave. You know, for them to go after 270 million Americans to see who's got jabbed or not is a chore. So what they would, my thinking would be strategically is to drop a bioweapon, kill everybody in sight, and those that survive will be a lot easier to hunt down and take out. Again, that's my thinking is what they would do strategically. I mean, Fauci and, and Gates and, uh, uh, and the rest of them, they're involved in this bullshit. UN, Klaus Schwab, you know, the president of the U.S., the Prime Minister of Canada and the Prime Minister down in, in New Zealand, Australia, South Africa, the Caribbean, you know. When I wouldn't put it past them, you know. And they were they were this engaged in the madness to to uh, inspire people with fear to take something um uh, um uh, <laughs> you like that idea, did you? <laughs> Well, I'm just saying, you know, in order to understand what's going on, you got to kind of think the way they do. And that's what they would that's what they would do in the United States, especially because you got people who have got guns and people are basically have a Chuck U. Farley attitude there. Uh, you do it in Canada, too. Some places in Canada are more of a Chuck U. Farley attitude than other places. You know, other places just will bend over and you know, get reamed. So um, I've heard of the Hydra vulgaris. They have shown many Marvel movies. It's like a synthetic water-based pathogen or parasite that may have found in the vaccines. 
Well, I don't think they found the Hydra and the vaccines, quite frankly. I thought that was bullshit. Um, that was a fullerene assembly uh, engaging itself to be put in the uh, DNA. So again, I don't parasites and things. Yes, I do buy into that they that they can uh, create the mimetics they need to put into vaccines. But that thing that that doctor talked about, I think she was out to lunch. Uh, they need to feed on the anguish and fear that would go against that. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, they, they no doubt feed on the energy of like a drug. Oh, yeah, yeah. People got. I mean, everyone's got to recognize something here. A survival in any situation depends how bad you want it. Do you want to be healed? That's what Jesus used to always ask all the time. Do you want to be healed? How bad do you want it? How bad do you want it? So you got to start thinking, what are you going to do and, and how are you going to prepare to minimize? Because you're, you're not going to, how would you put it, uh, stop every contingency that may come. But you can have enough set up so that you have enough contingencies to give you the opportunity to develop new ones when new things arise. Tony, I was here in Florida every year. It seems we have red tide, okay? See, so says it happens when the water gets too hot or something. Along the beaches, you will find thousands of dead fish, okay? The red tide is an iron oxide material that they have fired a frequency on. And what it does is it absorbs the oxygen from the water killing the fish. They did that in California under, when Fukushima happened. They, they ran this iron oxide along uh, the coastline of the Pacific Ocean, fired a frequency, it sucked the oxygen out of the water, and then you had this uh, rust residual. So it, just, it looks like, sounds like it's the same thing. Uh, so I don't think they would want to take us all out at once. Um, it depends. I think it depends on the where we're at. The closer we are to 2025, 2030, I think any any leftover uh, <laughs> that's still around, you know, you'll probably be around with your bottle of brandy saying, I survived, you know, that kind of thing. You know, they may do something like that. You know, right now they're doing things incrementally. And right now they're trying to create terror. You know, lots of terror, lots of uh, horror, and, you know, get you all psychologically, whatever. And eventually they, they may start to... Um, um, with the blue beam bullshit, you know, there's, there's Mohammed, there's Moses, there's Brahmi, there's Buddha, there's Jesus, there's this great spirit, whatever, you know, that's, I think that's, will also come into play soon enough, you know, or an alien, there are aliens coming, oh, they're going to, they're going to save us, these aliens are going to save us, there's another one I started watching, I haven't got to it yet, it's called V, um, Beat Light got me to see some other one, V Wars. There's another one called V, where these aliens actually show up, place all across the planet, and they come here to help people and if I give them healing. You know, it's a, <clears throat> it's a, it's a trip. Let's just put it this way. You know, um, I I think Blue Beam is they have the capacity with Blue Beam already. People are already seeing things. So, yeah, 7G, 8G, whatever they got. 6G, uh, again, we're seeing 6G more and more being implemented. 
because of the way it can carry data now they can they can transfer data farther and further you know so expect more uh, uh, voice to skull technology you know make sure you validate and substantiate whatever it is you're hearing in your head you know if you're hearing some shit you know walk off a cliff do the right thing commit suicide uh you can't win you're gonna lose anyway so you may as well end it you hear shit like that you know it's coming from ai okay anything like that you may hear what if you see any kind of perversion in your head and you're not even thinking about anything again that's coming from ai if you're thinking about any kind of aggression or any kind of fear any kind of anxiety or any kind of trauma and again you're not thinking about anything and it pops up all of a sudden that's ai that's ai in your head uh i wouldn't i would say i would say a assault from ai to create a schizophrenic effect uh, is ai causing this the the school shootings voice the skull was causing the school shootings before and they have used artificial intelligence to develop bioweapons and they have come up with over 40,000 ways of killing the general population with a bio any kind of bio uh, uh, assault so it would only stand the reason that they would also use the artificial intelligence to transmit frequencies that can access the brain and with 6g 5g was already doing it 4g was already doing it and even 3g was already doing it now with 6g going to be a lot more efficient in penetrating the brain and the brain receptors and to go into the skull to to create whatever they want to like I said, they can hack your brain. Even that little goat, that little effing goat from, from uh, WEF is telling you that the brain is hackable. And that your thoughts and your idea of, of uh, your own personal thoughts are no is no longer, it's a done deal. They can now hack you. And we started reading a lot of research about AI and how it can read your biochemistry. And, and because they have tested so many uh, candidates, they now understand, it now understands that, uh, a specific specific thought will cause a bio biochemical reaction so it knows what you're thinking that's why sometimes it seems like it's it's uh uh reading your mind when you're on a computer you go grocery shop you come home you see something on your computer it's read your it's read your profile it's read your debit card credit card or whatever you know uh there's no way people are just shooting up schools just for shits no not at all that's something has hacked them this is why you shouldn't be doing any kind of hallucinogenic drugs either. And this is why it's important that you stay, have a certain state of sobriety. Okay. If alcohol causes you to lose control, you shouldn't be drinking it. You shouldn't be smoking any kind of dope either. That's why they call it dope because it turns people into dopes. Mm. Okay. You need to, you know, again, sobriety is important here so that when you do get hit, because even when you get hit with it, you get hit with it. You don't even know it's hitting you until about five minutes into it. Uh, uh, taking LSD, depending on how long ago you've taken it, you know, and if it's been years and years and years, I don't think so. Unless it was laced with nanotechnology, then the nano components may be still locked into that part of the brain that where you, uh, where you may be more receptive to be hitting, being hit with access from AI. 
But if it's just if it's just been something like twenty years ago, well, I don't think so. I don't think it, I don't think it was there then. I mean, again, I don't think so. But the problem you have is because you're so saturated with nanoparticles that you're again a walking super antenna. Do you believe in demonic spirits, or do you think? No, well, demonic spirits. What's a spirit? It's a program. Yeah, I do believe in demonic spirits, and I also believe that AI can possess you as well. Operating systems can hack people. Give you an example. You got you watch television. You watch a commercial. The watch times. You can't get the effing song out of your head. That's possession. Okay, so technology can possess you just like a demon. You know, I when I talk about uh, the fellow that was possessed so badly that he broke chains. Okay, and we found out the name was Legion. In 2018, we found that there was actually an, oper an AI operating system that has several types of artificial intelligence con uh, combined in a container. We looked at that and said, what the heck? I mean, what are the odds? So Jesus has power over AI as well. So what do you want to call it, a spirit or a program? Uh, it's, it, again, it is a possession. You know, um, Are animals beneficial depending on what, how you're doing them? And uh, what you're using, you know, um, influences possession as well. But I mean, but let you, how many times have you heard a song on the radio, okay? And you and you got that bloody thing playing in your head for weeks on end and wondering why the hell that's going on? It's possessed you. Uh, all righty, have a good good night, Brandon. Take care. Um, so, like I said, you know. Sobriety is important in these times. I'm not saying you can't have a drink of alcohol, but alcohol puts you in a position where you're opened up to be possessed. Not a good idea. Jesus drank wine. Paul uh, encouraged Timothy to drink wine. So again, when we're looking at some of the stuff that's going on, again, it's not to drink to get drunk. You know, even Muslims can drink alcohol provided it's used for medicinal purposes. You know, that's in their book. They don't do it because again, whatever whatever they're told told in their faith but it can be used accordingly to treat and and help you heal but if it's abused like anything else if it's abused like anything else then again you're asking for trouble you know it's like it's like making it's like engaging yourself sexually with somebody who's been injected you're asking for trouble same idea um yeah tony is zinc calling it okay yes <clears throat> Uh, as long as we are here in this construct, everything is AI. There you go. <laughs> That's true. As long as we are here on the planet, AI has basically overwritten everything. What they were calling a Mandela effect. Again, it's artificial intelligence overriding everything. And the Mandela effect may have been an artificial intelligence way back in the past that did the exact same thing that's going on right now. So, yeah, it um, we're, seeing that, we're seeing that as well. Uh, I think about stuff. On YouTube shows me the video 10 minutes later. Yep, there you go. Because you're, do you have a camera on your computer? Do you have a camera on your computer? If you do, disc, disc, engage it from your monitor. Unless it's built into the monitor. If it's built into the monitor, put a piece of tape over it. Okay. The thing is studying you all the time. Okay. Uh, the, the thing is studying you all the time. So again, your cell phone is reading all. I accidentally posted that in the nano chat first again. Aha. 
<laughs> uh -huh. See, uh, revisited your old, old remove nano from food video. Could you run a spike through juice to remove now? You could try it. Uh, it wouldn't hurt to try it. It should work. Um, just let it pulse for a while. And then you may, then again, you may want to use the oil to collect it because you got to remember the nanoparticles may go through a coffee filter or a, you know, or even a, a, a handkerchief. So you may want to, again, use the oil, put it in the blender, let it run for about five minutes and then run it through a filter afterwards or let it, let it refrigerate so that the oil becomes semi-solid so it keeps the nano uh, trapped within it. So yeah, that's that's good idea actually. Very good idea. Uh, when do you think the world will come to an end, and how how do you think we will all become working drones? What makes you think you're alive? Tomorrow's promise to nobody, and I don't and I don't have that ability to see that far into the future. I don't know how to do that thing that they do where they uh, can monitor or whatever. I forget what it's called now. Uh, remote viewing. I don't have that remote viewing ability or never ex exercise. Let's put it that way. What makes you think you're going to be alive? You know, they're trying to get the population down to 800 million. What makes you think you're going to be here? Just a thought, you know. Yeah, I don't think so. I I don't think anybody's going to get past. I don't think. How old are you now? You know, if you're young, I don't think you're going to get past fifty. To be honest with you, um, you're not even going to make it to fifty. Got news for you. You're not eating nothing now that's going to give you the endurance to get that far. I, I my generation will be probably the last one to get to eighty. So the lifespan is being shortened. I don't think you don't. That's one problem. I honestly got to say to you. That you're not going to have to worry about at all. <coughs> so, anyway, we're getting near the end. It's been a good show. We actually broke a record today. We now have 133 people in the chat room. Wow, that's a, that's a big record breaker. So it's growing. The chat room is growing, and you guys are sharing the, the shows. That's great. Um, uh, the as I always say at these shows, you know, read your gospel. Instead of looking at living 129 years or whatever, you should be looking at the afterlife because that's where we're going to all wind up going. So that's my take on the whole topic. Read the gospel. Read what Jesus had to say. Read what Jesus did. Follow the message the best you can. Look at the interdimensional war coming in Revelations. If you want to see what's coming down the pipe, perhaps instead of asking me that question, you might want to read about it in Revelations. Just a thought. You know, uh, read the rest of the Gospels. Again, you know, learn what you can. Get as much out of it as you can. In the About section, you will see people there. People who are, again, in a constructive way, trying to help people find solutions to their health. If you have any questions about anything, they all have their gifts and abilities to be able to help you. Fire Medic is good with frequencies and technology and can help you to make your places more secure. You know, he is also showing people how to deal with nano and how to build units. He also has her gifts in um, her alternative fields. And so she's helping people there as well. And she, and she too has a medical background. Yanni also is working with technology. So you have, and then you got myself. 
So you have a variety of different skilled people that can help all of you. So again, if you want to help them through a donation, by all means do so. If you want to contact them, by all means do so. They'll help you any way they can. Okay, I think we got it all. So I think I'm checking real quick. Any more questions? Uh, what about the infrared imaging that every camera takes every 5, 10 seconds? A tape might not be totally stopping the infrared. Well, put a aluminum foil in front of it then. Put, cover it with aluminum and then put tape over it. Uh, all righty. Tony, okay. Uh, I think that's it. All right, so I'm going to wind it down. And so uh, we're still here by the grace of God. Remember that. So until the next segment to your health, the next show should be Wednesday, 6 p.m. Eastern. And we'll see you then. All right, take care.